The Chicago Bulls had their first preseason game today, and we're going to talk about some of my quick takeaways from that game. We're also going to dive into the mailbag since it is Sunday, and it's mailbag day. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. Mainly, we're going to be talking about the Bulls preseason game. We're going to dive into the mailbag later on in the show as well. But we're going to start off talking about the Bulls preseason opener against the Milwaukee Bucks, which they did lose by three points. Now, in this game, there are a couple of uh, key takeaways, but I want to add this in to start with, right? Especially because some people don't seem to like really listen to things, right? Uh, We're going to talk about the style of play and that type of thing to take away from the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls shot the ball absolutely horribly today against a team that was missing their top three players, and that is a a signs for concern in of itself, but I want to kind of talk about more so the things that were evident with the way that the Bulls, the change in the way that the Bulls do things, right? We talked a lot about the preseason and how the Bulls came out in media day, both the players, the GM, and, and the coach, and just talked about how they wanted to evolve and change the team offense and how they ran in, at least for one preseason game so far, those changes were evident, right? The Chicago Bulls in this game shot 31 three-pointers, right? And, you know, while that percentage wasn't amazingly at, wasn't amazing at all, right, they shot at 37% from the field. But the th- key thing is when the starters were in there, they went 9 of 17, which is not a bad uh, shooting percentage at all from the three-point range. Now, they end up going 13 of 35, right? But that right there would indicate if the Bulls were to shoot 35 three-pointers per game, that would put them towards the top five teams in the league based off last year's statistics, right? So that right there was a clear an evident change with the Chicago Bulls. They also moved the ball around a lot more. The ball did not stick in the hands of anyone. And, and you know, there was some overpassing in this game, which contributed to the Bulls having 15 turnovers in this game. And you want to you wanna move the ball around, but you also want to limit how much you move it around in the sense that you can't just be passing to be passing, right? That that oh, oh, creates too many uh, uh, room for error, right, as far as teams, especially really good defensive teams, forcing turnovers. But that was a clear change as well for the Chicago Bulls tonight, just how much they moved the ball around. And finally, I can say, while the main players that are going to be a part of the rotation were in the game, both the starters and the bench, there was ball movement, a uh, player movement off the ball, right? The player that did not have the ball did not just stick around just watching the player that did have the ball. There was ball movement in this game. The ball didn't stick in DeMar DeRozan's hands. The ball didn't stick in, in Zach Levine's hands. And while it's only one preseason game, it, it's it's a sign to start looking at. In the 17 minutes that Vooch, DeMar, and Zach played, 17 minutes they all played all together, right? Zach had seven shots. DeMar had six shots. Nikola Vucevic had three shots. Now, I do not expect that to keep on, right? I think that these players are going to definitely get more shots. But Patrick Williams had nine shot attempts in that game, right? Uh, Kobe White had 10 shot attempts in that game. And Patrick Williams in this game, at least from what he said, was extremely more aggressive in this game. And it was noticeable. There was a play in this game where the uh, like he, he, he was a little passive and the announcers called it off. But then he almost immediately went to doing the things that we want to see Patrick Williams do consistently. So those are kind of things. And there was a clear change. And you can clearly see the mandate that it was for the Chicago Bulls. Now, can they keep it up? 
Will they keep it up? Is this a flash in the pan, or is this something that we're going to actually see the team stick to? Or when they start facing some adversity, are they going to go back to what we've seen from them more times than not? And that is the ball sticking, the 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 players not moving without the ball, right? If those things get back and those things start showing their ugly head again for the Chicago Bulls, it's going to be a long, ugly season. But with that said, those things did absolutely change for the Chicago Bulls in this game. And now, in the second half, we got an extended look at a lot of the young players and the players that are going to be on the Windy City Bulls this season. And that said, it was a mixed bag again. Dalen Terry, I, listen, you guys know I'm one of the more optimistic people and, and things like that, but Dalen Terry did not look good. I just got to be frank in this. He did not look good. Looks like the game still has not slowed down to him. He still looked kind of erratic out there in some of his play. Julian Phillips did as well. Julian Phillips did not finish around the rim good at all. He goes one and four from this game, but Julian Phillips shows some things defensively, absolutely more so, and it seemed like he calmed down, right? Julian Phillips didn't make shots, but it seemed like it was more nervousness than anything with Julian Phillips. Dalen Terry is kind of just out there running around, and we need Dalen Terry to kind of, if he's going to be in this rotation, to calm the fuck down, right? Uh, I would assume will look solid in his minutes as well. He looks like he's not going to be afraid to come out there, be defensive, um, try to start pushing the pace, things like that, so those things look good. Kobe White, though, as the starting point guard, I want to talk about the night Kobe White had in this game. When you talk about it, in, in 20-something minutes in this game, Kobe White, 14 points, going 6 of 10 from the field, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Kobe White absolutely came in and showed why he earned the first start. He also had two steals in this game. Don't want to overlook that at all. Kobe White came in and filled up the stat sheet. He did have two turnovers as well. He had a positive plus-minus of plus 3, the only positive plus-minus of anybody in the starting lineup in this preseason game again. With that all said, we're going to put the caveat of this is one preseason game, but hey, we've seen it. Now, I will say this. It seemed like the offense flowed a little bit more naturally with Javon Carter out there as far as passing. Um, I wouldn't be, not, I would not be surprised at all if Jalen Carter does start the second preseason game just to get a look at him in there with the starters, not necessarily saying that that's a permanent demotion for Kobe or anything like that. We'll see what that brings Thursday, but at least in this first preseason game, there absolutely were some positives and some changes that we called and wanted to see from that Chicago Bulls team. Onolot Bidham needs to get a bigger role, and especially if you're going to play in the second half of these games, mainly most of your Windy City Bulls players and young players, Onolot Bidham absolutely needs to be out there a little bit more, right? The Bulls, that last play of the game that ended up going to, I think, Quentin Jackson, uh, also who had a great highlight reel dunk, you need to be running plays for Onolot. I'm sorry, Onolot is part of your future. Quentin Jackson is trying to be part of your future. Those type of things that I want to see evolve. We still had some, you know, boneheaded calls from Billy Donovan, things like that. But overall, I will say this, taking away kind of my thoughts from the preseason game so far, uh, there was clear and, and, and changes in there, right, that the Bulls needed to make and that they've talked about making. Let's just see if that's going to be a consistent change for the Chicago Bulls team as the season goes forth. But you guys can let me know what you think on all that down below but all right it's sunday so it's still mailbag day we still got to get that mailbag in we got three voicemails we're going to play today the first one this one's from shay what's up hey this is shay you know i was thinking about last season and the reason why we didn't win a lot of those close games is because we did not use andre drummond in the beginning look i feel like we use him a lot more this season earlier this season than we did last season we're going to win a lot more games than what we lost last season. Look, I know what you're going to say. We lost all those games by five points or less, but I feel like with him being in those games during crunch time, I feel like it would have been a different outcome. You've seen how Billy Donovan was playing him in the first half of the season. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. 
using Andre Drummond more. I think that you want to use Drummond more for not even – I'm not saying that I agree with you that we would have necessarily won more games had we played Drummond more. But I think more than anything, you want to play Drum more to ease off some of that load from Nikola Vucevic. Vuce played all 82 games last season, had really good health, and I just, you know, sometimes the regression to the mean happens, and you don't want to risk it. You want to play Drum more. On top of, you look at the situation like in the Miami game, which points to what you said, right? Understanding how and when to use Drum. Now, Drum also has to play well. There are going to be some games where Drummond does some crazy shit out there, and and he deserves to sit. But you're going to want to play a drum, especially when he's when he's playing good and not hurting you, you want to ride that out and and ben, and you know ride out the hot hand, right? And give him the benefit of the doubt when he's playing good that he's gonna keep doing that until you see a mistake or a matchup issue that you then have to pull him for. But I agree, the Billy Donovan needs to understand how to use his role players more. We saw that in today's game, for example, with Tory Craig. He just Tory Craig just understands how where to be and how to impact the game, and it was really good to see Tory Craig as a role player step in and to have that type of impact for the Chicago Bulls because Torrey Craig, another player who really did fill up the stat sheet uh, today for the Chicago Bulls coming off the bench in that preseason game. But uh, Drum definitely has the opportunity and has the ability to help that as well. And you want Andre Drummond to be out there, especially when he's playing good for you. And Drum in this game, eight points, nine rebounds coming off the bench in 14 minutes, right? That's a player that you want to play. When you talk about Torrey Craig, 19 minutes played, he goes 3-9, but 7 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, plus minus of plus 1 for Torrey Craig. He needs to be on the floor together, and I actually like the idea of maximizing these two guys' minutes together as well. So we'll end up seeing with that, but I really do want to see overall, outside of just kind of expanding what you said, I want to see Billy Donovan understand when to ride his, his role players a little bit more and give them the opportunity to really play and shine. So let's hope that that's the case for a player like Andre Drummond and the role players when they're playing well for the Chicago Bulls team, and that's what we need from them. Let's hope that Billy Donovan understands and the coaching staff understands when to go to those bench players. But okay, let's go into the next voicemail. This one's from Casual Kelder. Ooh boy, training camp's here, and those guys on the Bulls are talking some smack, aren't they, with the um Vooch thing about, you know, I, I think the way to unlock the offense is me. And Patrick Williams saying he's going to be the best player in the league. Now, I don't really care what these guys say. They should be confident. They're making a lot of money, and they need to be confident in their games. Um, I do think, though, and I said this earlier, and you said I was a casual butt. I do think there's an there's a on-court chemistry problem with this Bulls team. If you played, I've played um, at least somewhere. And nobody likes playing with a guy who doesn't, who you know. Let me let me say it like this: If you know Demar's going to shoot the ball, you're not going to move hard. You're going to take that one off. If you know Zach's going to shoot the ball, you're not going to move hard off the ball. You're just you know they're going to want to shoot, and they want to get. So you just kind of stop. You take that possession off. That's offensive chemistry. I'm hoping that Billy can get Zach and Demar, especially to buy into an offense where everybody is like allowed to touch the ball. I don't think Vucevic is good enough to feature. Um, I don't think he's that good. He's a top 15 center in the league and the third best offensive player. Right. Um, then, um, I don't think he's that, sorry, my son's talking to me. Uh, they, um, he's a top 15 center. He's not good enough to feature. I mean, come on. He's not. He's a, he's a good passer. He should be allowed to touch the ball, but you don't want him to be the guy that runs the offense. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. He's an old 33, almost 34 year old center. Um, who put up numbers on a bad team. Um, Levine, he's another guy. Put up numbers on a bad team. These guys, they need a offense for their on-court chemistry because 
those guys are talking. You know they mean that stuff that they said, and they thought it for the last two years, but they're finally saying it. Um, that's why I think this this is all going to be very interesting. If Billy can get those main two guys to buy in, that can get their offense going stronger. I don't think it's going to be strong because it's not pretty good. That good but, uh, what do you think? Is this the chemistry uh, coming to the front? Bye. Ke- Kelder, I don't. Bro, I don't be knowing what to say with you sometimes. Like, again, casual Kelder with his casual ass takes. Um, I don't even, like, to not play with effort, I don't care what it is. You're a role player in the NBA. Yeah, And guess what? The best role players, regardless of how many players gets up shots or if you know it's not, you need to play hard. There's no excuse for not playing hard. And today in the preseason game, it seemed like all the players understood that. So I get what you're saying, that you feel there's a chemistry issue or whatever else and how you like to sensationalize and soap operaize. Uh, professional men's sports because you don't have anything better to do. That's a little joke between me and Kelder. It's, that's my guy. Please take it as a joke. Not not Kelder. I know he's going to take it as a joke. I'm talking about everyone else. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's this, right? You, you Your role players need to play and understand their role. That's their role on this team. That doesn't mean that they don't deserve to get shots up. And that's what we've heard from Billy Donovan uh, and the other players, right, is that trusting the role players, uh, empowering them. They absolutely need to do that. Now, as far as not playing through Vooch or not featuring Vooch, I think you're, you're misunderstanding in your casual nature as a basketball fan. Feature doesn't necessarily mean you're all of a sudden the number one option. It means taking advantage of your playmaking skills. And if you say that because Vooch is 30 or old center, as you say, isn't playmaking, then you're, I'm sorry, you need to watch more basketball and understand the, the actual point of playmaking. Nikola Vucevic is absolutely a damn good playmaker. Now, how can you ride that out? I don't think you want your offense to be Vooch night in and night out. He's not Jokic, but you can run some sets for that, right? You can run some opportunities. There's absolutely going to be matchups in which that's going to net you the best. And if Kobe White continues being the Chicago Bulls starting point guard, it's actually going to help a lot. And we saw some of that with going through Vooch and having Vooch, P. Will, those other, those those big men, right? Big men as far as on this roster, um, facilitate a little bit more because that opens up opportunities for Kobe White, Zach Levine to come off screens, come off pin downs, catch and shoot opportunities, right? That's what you want to see. Now, Kobe in this as well made some pretty damn good heads-up passes. So I'm not saying you want to take the ball out of Kobe's hands and everything Vooch needs to be your de facto point guard like Jokic is for the Denver Nuggets. That's not what I'm saying. But to say that that he shouldn't do that at all and be featured in that way at all in this, I'm sorry. That just tells me you don't really understand the game of basketball. But we'll see what ends up happening with the Chicago Bulls team as it continues on. But all right, let's get into the last voicemail for the day. This one's from Mello. Yo, what up, Hayes? This is Mello, first-time caller. I just finished watching this uh, preseason game. First off, the guys that's going to be in the regular rotation, I like what I saw out of them. Like you said, um, shots wasn't falling, but I think as time goes on, they kind of get you know used to playing with each other and get back into basketball shape and a rhythm. They'll be all right. I was screaming all game for them to put Benham in again. The entire time, I was this. They got to put Benham in the game. They got to put Benham. They finally put him in. He had a couple of shots at the end. Hopefully, next game we'll see more of that. But I like the way Patrick Williams played. He showed more aggression, and I think now with him and Tory Craig. We'll see consistent defense and shooting at the power forward position because I think he should strictly be there. I think Bedham should be the guy that comes in at the small forward spot. Dalen Terry, I'm not completely sold on him. He can play, but I just don't know what he is yet. I don't even think he knows what he is yet. And Kobe played good, but I think he's better off the bench, and Javon should definitely start. But keep doing what you're doing, man. Are you crazy for that midget comment? I was in here rolling. All right, have a good one, bro. Great points here in the preseason. I think, you know, I got off my preseason takes um, at the start of the show and a lot with the preseason, like what you can take from the preseason isn't necessarily 
impact, right? You don't want to take that. That's a fool's gold, Aaron. You want to take away the style of play, what the team is trying to do, what are some of their actions, what are some of their intentions, right? What, what, what's what's their, their play style that they're trying to develop? That's what you want to take. And I tell you what, in one preseason game so far, the play style, the aggression from Kobe, the aggression from Pat, those are type of things that if they can continue, they're going to have successful seasons. We need to shoot the ball better. Absolutely. You cannot deny that. The branded defense as well, which is something I didn't touch on, was solid, right? Especially when that main group of players that are going to play roles on this team, the main eight to nine players that are going to get minutes on this team, that all those was a lot of positive takeaways from that. So I like what, what I saw so far in one preseason game. Let's see how it continues to evolve and develop, right? Because that's going to be a big story because we saw this Bulls team in preseason last year. Some things changed for this team, but one of the things is that once some adversity came, they went back to what came natural. They went back to the isolation ball. And I like at least in this game, we didn't see a lot of that. Now, as far as Batim, I completely agree with you. Dude needs to, especially in that second unit when you're running most of your bench players, he absolutely deserves to be featured. Now, I will say this. He also got cooked on defense, right? So he needs to adjust to the defensive side of the game, but at least that, that shooting ability, that's legit day one. We'll see if he develops because in EuroLeague, he was able to put the ball on the floor, able to attack the rim. We need to see that. He's going to have to understand that quick first step is going to have to be quicker. He's going to have to set that up and be more savvy than what he necessarily was in EuroLeague if that's going to be a weapon in his arsenal here in the NBA. But there is potential for that. It's just it, you know, developing that out of him, him acclimating to the NBA game. Those things happen. We got a hell of a player in the owner lot bit him. Or a hell of a player in the owner lot bit him. I don't know how many NBA minutes he plays this season, but I tell you what. He's going to, he's, you can only keep him out of the NBA so long and he looked better than Carleek. He looked better than Dalen. So listen, if you, if it comes down to you wanting the best players on your bench, that absolutely can help you. If Ernalop adjusts to the other aspects of the NBA game, which we talked about, you can only keep him out of the NBA and your, your big rotation for so long, I would say. And I wouldn't be surprised if he passes up some of the players that we're looking for to be role players for the Chicago Bulls team sooner rather than later. But let me know what you guys think. And all that down below. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like we liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.